What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Back at it again today, Friday, November 8th. Hopefully, all you guys have had a great week. Hopefully, all you guys have a great weekend. It's a lot of great college football on this weekend, especially Alabama LSU. It's a lot of good college basketball on this week. I can't wait to watch my Spartans play um, on Sunday. Um, but man, hopefully all you guys just had a great week. Hopefully you grind it. Hopefully you got better as a person, as at your work, at your job, whatever the case may be. Hopefully you just got 1% better as a human being in general. But hopefully all you guys are doing good. Hopefully, you know, if you listen to this, you're blessed more than ever. But hopefully all you guys are just straight, man. So with that being said, I want to get into a couple different things. I want to talk about three of the top NBA players in the NBA right now. Um, for different reasons, and then I'm going to get into a bit of recruiting, and I'm going to get y'all out of here, but first, let's get right into it, so I've been seeing a lot of people have a problem with Kawhi Leonard sitting out, first and foremost, I don't know why, because last year, he did the same thing, I think the only difference is he's not playing on a much weaker Toronto Raptors team, he's playing on a Los Angeles Clippers team that is in one of the best cities in America in the world, and they are a star-studded team. I think that's the only difference, and that's the main reason why people are complaining. But I do kind of see it for both sides, though. But you guys have to put into consideration that he did the same thing last year, and they won an NBA championship. He sat out, like, almost half the games last season, and Toronto still won the finals. So you got to look at it from that point. But from a fan's perspective, I also understand, too, because you're sitting here trying to buy tickets. You got to calculate which games you're going to sit out. We heard he's not going to play a back-to-back for pretty much majority of the season. So you got to put that into consideration. You got to see what was the last game he played in. You got to make all these calculations. And, you know, you got to obviously put in your hard-earned money and all this type of stuff. So I understand it from both sides, but it ain't the end of the world. Like, honestly, it's bigger problems out there. At the end of the day, it's just basketball. Like, y'all shouldn't really be stressing him not playing. Like, if you want to go see Kawhi Leonard play that badly, then calculate it. Do what you got to do to figure out what games he's going to be playing and what game he's not going to be playing. I also do think the Clippers need to make that, like, a known thing. Like, Kawhi's going to sit out this game, this game, this game. Like, they need to make a calendar and post it and put it somewhere and say, okay, Kawhi's not going to be playing this game. So fans can be you know, aware beforehand, so it doesn't even have to happen like that, but in about a month or so, probably less than a month, all this ain't even gonna matter, because Paul George is gonna be back, so really, it won't even matter, because you're gonna have an all-star playing every single night for the Clippers, so then people won't even be tripping anyways, but for Kawhi, though, um, I guess it's not even a serious injury or anything like that. They just really, I guess he's just fearful that he could re-injure whatever his injury was, whether it's that ankle or his leg. And I don't blame him. Like 82 games, I mean, I know a lot of people say like you're in the NBA, you get paid millions of dollars, but still 82 games is a lot of games. Like I played high school basketball in 30 games. I don't even think we, yeah, we played like 30 some games. That was a lot of games to me. I was tired after my senior season because we played so many games. We went to the fourth round of the playoffs and lost. And I was tired as I don't know what. Like, I ain't even going to lie. I was I was sad that we lost the way that we did, but I was exhausted. Like, I felt like I had exerted all my energy into basketball. Like, I, I, I'm not even going to lie to you guys. I skipped school the next couple of days because I was that tired, like, literally. And they were playing an 82-game season, season, plus they do back-to-back sometimes. Plus, they're flying all across the United States of America. So you got to look at 
at it from that perspective. You're, you're playing in different time zones 24-7. One night you might be playing in Denver where, you know, it's a, it's a, everything's a mile high. You know, the, the altitude is way different. So it's like you got to cut NBA players some slack. I know, you know, it sounds simple. Like, yeah, you're, you're, you're getting paid to play basketball. More than likely it's your passion. You're getting paid millions of dollars. But still. It's a lot of other things that go into that. Be considerate. It's not the end of the world. As I said earlier, it's much bigger problems out there than Kawhi Leonard sitting out basketball games because at the end of the day, as long as he's playing in the playoffs and contributing and doing something, it's not going to matter. All this is just, as of right now, it's just talk. And as I stated earlier, None of this happened last year when he was playing in Toronto because Toronto isn't as big of a market as LA is. And so nobody was really tripping like that. But let's just do better. Like, it it ain't the end of the world. Kawhi's going to be fine. Hopefully, he'll do what he got to do. But moving on, though, another top NBA player that I want to talk about is Giannis. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Excuse me. I still don't know how to say his name. I've been trying to learn it for like a year now. I'm going to master it soon. But Giannis, for this, for, you know, Christ's sake, or the Greek freak, shall I say, Last night, he put on a really good performance, and I'm not going to say none of his stats. They played the Clippers last night. Kawhi Leonard didn't play, but Kawhi Leonard is playing, or he did play last night versus the Trailblazers, or they played, excuse me, they played versus, the Bucks played versus the Clippers two nights ago, and then the Clippers, and Kawhi didn't play that night, and then the Clippers played last night, and Kawhi did play versus the Trailblazers on TNT. So, two nights ago, when the Greek Freak was in LA playing the Clippers, he put on the show, but for getting his stats, even better than that, the best stat of the night that nobody really talked about, and I still haven't seen anybody talk about on all these major media companies that get paid to talk about basketball, Giannis shot four of seven from the three-point line. Four of seven from the three-point line last night. And he looked, not only did he look confident taking those three-pointers, but he looked comfortable. He looked like it was something that he'd been working on his entire life. Like, it's just nothing to him. Like, it's just another day in the office. And I was really happy for Giannis because that, we all know, having a consistent jump shot is the next step and leap for Giannis's game. It's just a simple fact. Just like Ben Simmons and, uh, you know, a few players back in NBA t- in history. And he looked comfortable. Like, no, I'm, I was really shocked to wake up this morning and nobody was talking about Giannis's three-point shooting. He literally was hitting shots. And they were big-time shots, too. Last year, when I, the games that I watched Giannis shooting threes in real life game action, he was airballing and he didn't look confident at all. His elbow was kind of like I, I won't say flimsy, but his elbow was kind of like he didn't even want, it didn't even look like he wanted to shoot the ball. Last night, it looked like he'd been taking three pointers his entire career, and as I stated, he only he took seven. That's a big time thing. I don't know how much you know attempts he averages per game. But him taking seven threes and making four of them against a very good Clippers defense, even though they didn't have Kawhi Leonard or Paul George still, they're still a good defensive team, that's major. And they pulled out the W2, and they're one of the top teams in the East still. But for I'm just saying, like, Kawhi hitting threes is a major – I mean, excuse me, Giannis hitting threes is a major thing. Like, we should not just take that for granted. I know – um, the Bucks added Kyle Korver. I've seen a lot of stuff with them being together throughout the summer of them working on their jump shot. I know Kyle Korver has been an instrumental part in helping Giannis, you know, not only get his jumper, uh, you know, you know, not only get a jumper better, but just instill confidence in him taking that shot at all. And so Kyle Korver, I've seen them working out at UC Santa Barbara a couple of different times. So um, not personally, but just, you know, on Twitter and stuff. But it's major, man. Like, honestly, like we, we have to understand that Giannis, 
is not a player that just walks into the NBA every single day. We're not getting a Giannis every single year. And the fact that he's working on the thing that's holding him back the most and the thing that could really unlock his game and turn him into that once-in-a-lifetime type player is a big thing, and it's scary. And we're only about, I think we're only like six or seven games into the season. It's going to be a really, really hectic year for any defender or any team that has to play against the Milwaukee Bucks because this dude is coming. And the best thing I like about Giannis, he loves to get better. Like, that's what a lot of the top NBA players do, but Giannis really does it. Like, I'm not saying the other NBA players don't, but, like, it's just something with Giannis that he, like, any weakness he has, any weakness that he did have when he came into the league, I think 2013, he's tried to, or he's not even tried. He's worked on it, and he's gotten it better. He's improved in every single category. And as I stated earlier, the only thing that was really holding him back was his jump shot. So shout out to Giannis. Shout out to the Bucks, because once he gets a jump shot, I think Chris Weber, I, I want to say Chris Weber said it, or somebody else said it, good luck. Or no, I think Mark Jackson said it. That's who it was. He said, good luck. Whoever is trying to stop Giannis, good luck. With the jump shot, it's going to be scary. And I cannot wait for Giannis to really start going and hitting shots because he's not even in his true prime yet. That's the scariest thing. He's barely entering his prime. Barely. So shout out to Giannis, man. Whoever's been helping him with his jump shot, you've been doing a phenomenal job. Keep helping him. Keep, you know, especially at the free throw line. I think that's the next thing, too. He's comfortable with the three, but the free throw is still kind of hurting him, too. He did airball free throw last night, too. But still, him hitting threes is definitely scary, and the league should definitely be on notice. So the last top player in the NBA that I want to talk about is the one and only King James, who's been dominating the league ever since he came into the league in, what, 03, 04, still doing it. You know what he does. So this dude had three triple-doubles back-to-back-to-back like that. They played, I believe they played San Antonio first, or no, yeah, no, they played the Mavericks first, where he dropped 39 points, 12 rebounds, and 16 assists in Dallas. Then they played the Spurs either the night or a couple nights after that, where he went off for 21 points, 13 assists, and 11 rebounds in San Antonio. And then they went to Chicago And he dropped 30 points, 10 rebounds, and 11 assists versus the Bulls. And the Lakers currently sit atop the West with a 6-1 record. And they play my Miami Heat tomorrow, I believe, in L.A. On a Friday, or tonight. Excuse me, I don't know why. Yeah, tonight, Friday. LeBron is going crazy. And I've seen, and I I knew this was going to happen. When Stephen A. said it, I agree with him. But I said it way before Stephen A. said it. Stephen A. said LeBron's going to have... One of his best years. He hears all the people count him out. He's going to try and make a big statement. And he's going to tell people he's not done. And I think after the last triple-double that he had, he went on Twitter and tweeted, hashtag Wash King. And it was a quote tweet to one of his last triple-doubles. LeBron is not done. And I want people to understand, like, the older LeBron gets, you guys have to understand LeBron is not the average basketball player. He's built different. He's 6'9", 260 pounds. It's not a lot of people walking the face of the earth with that type of build. I'm just telling you guys that right now. His body, when it, when it does start to break down, because eventually it will, sadly, sadly, eventually it will, though. We don't know when it will. Because the way he, first of all, he invests millions of dollars. I read up on it. He invests over a million dollars into his body every single year. So that's one thing. He eats great, I'm pretty sure. You know, he, he keeps up with his body. So, and he works out hard. So, when does his body body break down? We won't know. But 
I guarantee you it doesn't happen for another two, three years, if it does. But stop hating on LeBron. Trust me, he's still the best player in the league. He's been proving that ever since he came into the league. Even when the Kobe's was in the league, the T the T Max was in the league, um, at a time, Dwight Howard, all these guys, Tim Duncan, Dirk, LeBron has still been the best. I don't care what anybody says. D Wade, as much as I love all those guys, they're all Hall of Famers, all legends, all contributed to basketball. KD, Kawhi, LeBron is still on the top. I'm just, I just, it's. I know it's hard for a lot of y'all to understand, but trust me, this dude is special. And we've all known it since he walked into the league. He's different. And he's reinvented his game all the time, 24-7. And that's the main reason that he's been able to be in the league as long as he has been. When he first came into the league, they said he couldn't shoot. Then he started hitting jumpers. Then they said he couldn't pass. Then he started to be able to pass. Then they said he couldn't shoot fadeaways like Kobe or Dirk. Then he started to shoot fadeaways like Kobe and Dirk. Then he said he wasn't clutch. Then he hit multiple game winners. Why do they hate on LeBron so much? I will never understand. This dude is different. And as much as you're hating him, you're only blocking yourself from seeing greatness. And I had to learn that the hard way. Because I used to hate LeBron. I feel like people don't understand that. I grew up, you know, my family is from L.A. slash Inglewood. I grew up automatically a Los Angeles Lakers fan. And I love Kobe Bryant. And at the time, I hated LeBron James, especially when he was in Miami. He was the villain, and he loved playing that role. But that was his prime, and he was killing. And I literally, because I hated him so much, I blocked myself from allowing myself to see greatness because that what he did in Miami was one of the greatest things of all time for a single franchise, and that's a fact. He brought them two rings. He just did amazing stuff. But the fact that, you know, he doesn't have – I mean, he still has his bounce. Don't get it twisted. He's still dunking on people if he wants to. He's not dunking like how he was in when he was in Cleveland the first time or Miami, but he's still doing amazing things. Like, just appreciate this guy, bro, because we're not going to see another LeBron James. I like, I just hate to tell you guys that. We might see another guy that's built 6'8 or 6'9, 260, or we might see another guy that's be able to pass the hell of the ball, but we're not going to see a combination of both. It's only one LeBron James. And if we do, it won't be for another 20, 30 years. I promise you that right now, because this guy is special, man. So just. Get that hate out your heart. It's never that serious. LeBron, keep doing you. As I stated, I cannot wait for tonight's game versus the Miami Heat. Should be one hell of a game because the Heat are playing really well too. Shout out to Jimmy Buckets. That's my guy. Miami Heat is my favorite squad. But moving on, I'm going to get y'all out of here. So one commitment today, and that's it. I'll get y'all out of here. Four-star prospect Donovan Puff Johnson, a.k.a. Puff Johnson, Younger brother of Phoenix Suns forward and North Carolina graduate last year, Cam Johnson. Um, 6'7", shooting guard slash small forward out of Coropolis, Pennsylvania. Currently goes to Hillcrest Prep down in Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona. Played on the Nike UIBL circuit for All Ohio Red, which is the premier team based out of Ohio, where he averaged 15.4 points per game off 38% from the field, 4.1 rebounds, and almost one steal per game. Now, Diamond Puff Johnson... It's funny because he blew up this year. I'm not even going to lie to you guys. Kind of like, um, who's, what's a good example? Kind of like Colin Sexton. I won't say to that extent, though, because Colin Sexton was pretty much unranked and then just jumped up top the rankings to like top 10, top 15. But Puff Johnson really, really burst onto the scene. He's about 6'6", 6'7", as I mentioned earlier. Lefty, and he loves to shoot. The ball, just like his brother, if you know Cam Johnson, who graduated from North Carolina last year, now played for the Suns, as I said, they're both shooters. And Puff, honestly, might just be 
a better shooter. He's lefty. He's athletic. He's really good at just scoring. He's a all-around score. He can shoot the midi. He's defensive-wise. He has long arms, good length, good athleticism, good lateral quickness. This guy is the truth. Believe me when I say it. Now, it sounded like his recruitment was between Arizona and North Carolina the whole time. Of course, he currently lives in Arizona because he goes to Hillcrest Prep, which is located in Phoenix, and Tucson is not too far away from Phoenix in that state. And then North Carolina was the main option because, like I stated earlier a couple times now, his brother went there. And so they had that relationship. But ultimately, he ends up committing to the Tar Heels of North Carolina, and they got a big-time pickup. And this is a hell of a and a monster recruiting class for Coach Roy Williams. He's going to join five-star Walker Kessler, five-star Dayron Sharp, five-star Caleb Love, and almost a five-star R.J. Davis. This is a stacked North Carolina 2020 recruiting class. And Donovan Puff Johnson is only going to make them better. And he adds a very, very versatile shooter that they really needed on this roster and in this recruiting class. So shout out to Roy Williams. This is a really, really big get for this class. And I cannot wait to watch this North Carolina Tar Heels team next year because they are special. Believe me when I say that this team is going to be dangerous. This year's team, Cole Anthony's really good, but they need, he needs a little more help. But next year's team, they're going to be a really, really well-balanced version of North Carolina. Believe me when I say it. This is a really good team that they got coming in next year. But Diamond Puff Johnson, congrats to you and your family. Big time pickup for North Carolina. But as always, shout out to Nuts and Bolts Sports. Go follow them on Twitter. Go check out their content. Go go um, read and uh, my uh, excuse me. Go read my article on Nuts and Bolts Sports of the top ten college basketball teams that I dropped a couple days ago. Shout out to them as always. But as always, man, this has been another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast. Please like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, and share. If you listen to my podcast on Apple Podcasts, please. Um, Leave a rate and review and all those good things. I appreciate you guys as always. Have a beautiful and blessed weekend. Um, I might give you guys a podcast this weekend debating on or yeah, debating on how some of these college basketball games go. But regardless, stay safe. Get prepared for the new week. Um, have a fun time. Enjoy your enjoy yourselves. Don't do nothing too crazy. But as always, man, have a good one. Peace, love, and blessings gone.